0: Good evening. For today's meditation, let us turn to Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 to 27. Book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 23 to 27. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea. In so much that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. Verse 26, Matthew 8, verse 26. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose, and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for this evening. God, thank you for thy word. Thank you for this Precious word you are given in our hands. God, we thank you for this, and as we meditate this portion, this portion, God, thy presence be with us. Hide me also behind thy cross. God talk to each one of us, Lord. Through all these things, thy great name be glorified. Amen. We know the famous Sermon on the Sermon on the Mountain, that is Matthew chapter 5, 6 and 7. This is just after that, this chapter, chapter 8. In chapter 8, initial portion, it is it may not be chronological order, but it may be a summary of various events happened prior to these events. Maybe uh, it may not be on chronological order, but some of the things Matthew God led him to compile is this way. But after coming down from the mountain, he did lot of work among people. Mostly a lot of healing jobs God did uh, for the people. Uh, One of the things we see in the beginning of Matthew chapter 8 is a leper come to Jesus. And God uh, he is praying to Lord and 8 verse 2 says and behold there came a leper and worshipped him saying Lord if thou wilt thou can make me clean. And then Jesus put forth his hand and touched him and saying, I will I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was clean. So lepers were very hated people and nobody wouldn't even allow them to come near them. But Jesus not only told him to get healed, but Lord touched him and healed him. It was very special. God was very, very kind to him. Then we hear about the centurion and he came and told him Lord my servant is very sick Uh, he is very much grievously tormented please uh, heal him and Jesus was reaching to that person also Lord said I will come and heal him he could command and he could heal but Jesus said I will come to you and heal him so Jesus was very very kind in his Uh, treatment to these people, Uh, touch the leper, and telling the centurion, I'll come to your place. Centurion also was a very nice man. It was not for any of his family members or any of those people whom he knew, but uh, us close family circle, but it was one of his uh, people, and he's one of his servants, or colleague, and uh, God uh, saw his... Great, great faith, uh, Jesus said to centurion, uh, hearing his response, that uh, you have great faith, and God healed him by his commandments. He didn't have to go and heal him because of his faith. God worked in that way. Then he, we see the mother-in-law of Peter, who was healed in in a in a very special way. He went to their home and. Uh, found the mother is not well and uh, he touched her hand and um, then fever left her. Again he touched her and healed her. And these all are the stories written before this particular portion. And uh, uh, many people came to him and it was a very, very busy period of healing ministry of Lord Jesus. Then we see Another interesting group of people in this chapter. A certain scribe came to Jesus and said, I will follow you wherever you go. So scribes are important people in the community, and they know the scripture very well. And they started calling him master, and I want to follow you wherever you go. Then his response to that was, birds, uh, the foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. In other words, he is telling, you are not going to get anything in this world, and uh, even foxes have somewhere to go to, and birds have their own nest. You are going to be very unsettled if you come with me. And then, um, somebody coming and telling him, I want to follow you, but let me go and bury my father. In other words, let me look after my father and when things are okay, I will come. But Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. In other words, it is something important, come after me. And this was the thing just happened before. These two incidents look like happened just before he entered to the ship. He was very busy with Ministry, uh, healing people, going to people's houses, and talking to individuals, he found time for all these things, and he must be very, very much tired. And then, uh, he said, uh, he entered into the uh, he entered into the ship to go to the other side of Sea of Galilee. And uh, this is the background of what we read in chapter. Uh, 8, 23 to 27. When he entered into the ship, um, his disciples followed him. So when he got into the ship, his disciples followed him and they went by the ship to the sea to go to the other side. What happened there was there arose a great tempest in the sea. So let us learn some, of, some lessons from this storm. Firstly, storm can come to all, even to the faithful followers. Those people who were following Jesus was not very clearly written. His disciples followed him. Maybe the scribe was included in that. Maybe the man who left his father's looking after um, to follow Jesus at that point of time was with him so anyone who went with Jesus was his four disciples at that point of time in that ship they were good people they were serious about what they were doing they were following the call but storm came in their life so it can, storm can happen even to the very faithful people that is one of the lessons we can learn from this story Another story, another thing is, it can be sudden. Here it says, there arose a great tempest in the sea. Um, it was, in some other version, it is clearly written, it is sudden. They were not expecting it, they, it, it, it was very sudden, and it was a great tempest. In the life of Job, chapter 1, verse 13 to 22, let us read that portion. One of you kindly read that portion, please. Job, chapter 1, verse 13 to 22.
1: And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing them and the asses feeding beside them and took them away. A, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven, and had burnt up the sheep, and the servants, and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away, eh? And slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold there came a great wind from the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not nor charged God foolishly.
0: So it was very sudden. So many things happening all of a sudden. One after another. Was, all of them were painful after painful. Lot of pain happening to him. Very, very sad news, one after another. And then everything happened. Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head, fell upon the ground and worshipped. And then he cried to God, "Naked I came, out of my mother's womb, and naked I shall retain thither." The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And verse twenty-two, word of God testify like this: In all this, Job sin not, nor charge God foolishly. In other words, in all the in the middle of all these challenging time, he wanted to obey God and His ways. He tried not to make any mistake in his ways. It was very important for him. And how God changed circumstances by the end of the ch- end of the book, we can see how God changed the circumstances. Sometimes things come, like this tempest came, even Jesus was in the ship, but this tempest came, so sometimes it can be very sudden. This is one of the lessons we can learn from this storm. Another lesson is, these tempests can be big. <clears throat> there arose a great tempest in the sea. That's what the Bible says. Great tempest. It's not an average, normal um, um, wave. It is huge. It is, that word tempest um, is something to do with seismic. That kind of word it is. It is a very big one. It says great in the scripture. That means it would be really, really, really big. And um, so this is something uh, this ship couldn't handle. We should remember these disciples, most of them they were fishermen. They have seen so many waves in the sea. They are experienced in fishing and going to the sea uh, they have seen winds and storms, etc. But this is not one of them. This was great. This was beyond what they could handle. And it is very clearly written, Great tempest in the sea. And next thing is, it can cover everything. The storms can cover everything. It says, "Cover the ship was covered with waves. Imagine that situation. The ship is covered with waves. Sometimes these storms can cover us. We don't know from where it comes. This wave come from here. Another wave from come from here, and the whole ship is covered with the storm. It is unimaginable how uh, it is very very big, and uh, it. it, it Many of the challenges, many of the storms, some of the storms are like this. It can cover us fully. But, here another thing to observe is, but he was asleep. Lord Jesus was asleep. Jonah was, we Studied about from Jonah's book. Jonah's book. Sometime before, he was very desperate and sad, and he was sleeping somewhere bottom of the ship. But this is not like that. It's not a massive ship or anything. So many things are happening. Lord Himself, He was asleep. It is. It is. Uh, Difficult to imagine how, what is happening there and how God is able to sleep like that. Of course, if you read the chapter, the beginning portion and all these things, from this we can infer that Lord was very busy. He was very busy with various things. Reaching to people. Compassionate with people. Because of his deep compassion, he felt like touching the leper he feel like telling to the centurion, I want to come to your home. Because of his great feeling, he when he saw this lady, mother-in-law uh, of Peter, he thought of going and touching her, touching her and healing her. And then a lot of people again came. So he was uh, identifying with people, he was talking to people, he was um, healing them. And also... He was having enough time to talk to a scribe and also somebody who was very worried about their family. He had a lot of time to do all these things and he was really tired. He did what was right with full strength, full dedication. Lord did his job and he was very very tired and he he his mind was. So calm, and he slept so well we can we can think that God is not careful, it is not like that He's, He knows everything, He's God. And what is happening next is we can, the lesson we can learn is, Lord, hear the prayers. When this challenge was going through. Disciples came to him, verse twenty-five. Disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, "Lord, save us, we perish." They had the freedom to go to him, and waking him up. Waking, waking him up. That closeness they had, when they go gone to gone through their challenges, they went went to him, because they knew, we can wake him up we can pray to him and he is going to hear us and he is going to answer us so lord in the middle of all the storms let us remember we may look it may look like god is not listening god is sleeping it is not like that god knows everything what is happening around and we can pray to god god will listen he will open his eyes towards us and he will hear our cry and our prayers and he and, and they go they awake, awoke him, in other words they call, he wake up and, and they said "There, pray pain, Lord save us we perish and another lesson we can learn is Lord correct us when he got up first thing lord did was he corrected the disciples he didn't immediately said calm the wind calm he knew everything what is happening because he is god he know what is happening around so what naturally he we expect uh, you know would do is oh first of all um, he will make this the sea calm but that's not what jesus did he correct his disciples Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? So, when we speak to God, when we pray, let us examine anything, I can correct or I can change. That's what God expects us to do because we all are valuable human beings. We can't say we never did any mistakes. We are human beings. We make mistakes in our words, in our actions. Or in our anything, we can make mistakes. So their mistake for the disciples were, they were fearful and their faith was not enough. So Lord correct those mistakes. So God is so good to us. We, if we listen to him, uh, he is willing to speak to us. So let us sit in his presence and examine ourselves. Whether anything wrong in me, can I change my ways? And God definitely lead and guide what to do or what not to do. After correcting them, another lesson we can learn is God can bring calmness. Second portion. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea and there was great calm so he got up and then he rebuked the winds and the sea what was the result there was a great calmness so lord can bring calmness in any turbulent situations so may not be the way we expect but god can do wonderful and miraculous things Lord only can bring calmness. It is beyond what we can handle. In the middle of the sea, how much ever experience these fishermen had in the sea, they can't do anything about the storm. They can't do anything. They They are incapable of doing things. How much ever nicely they can swim or do various things with the ship, they can't subside the storm. Only God can do it. And when they prayed, God heard their prayers and bring not calmness, but great calmness. Mm -hmm. And what was the result of that? Another lesson we can learn is God can make us to worship Him That is what we see in verse 27. But the men marvel, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? In other words, they acknowledge he is not an ordinary person. Think of that situation in that sea. Let us imagine that ship, disciples on one side, Jesus on the other side. Everything is very calm and they face each other and they look at his face and they say, What manner of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. They beholding Lord in a closer way and worshipping him, worshipping him, worshipping him, worshipping him, him. So <coughs> So let us remember our God is great. Even in the middle of the storm, through all these storms, God can teach us wonderful lessons. And God will bless and keep us for his honor and glory if we draw near to him. And let us examine ourselves and let us us draw closer to him so that our life will become better and better as the days and years pass. Another interesting thing is, after this great storm and great challenge, what is happening ahead also worth noticing. They finally reached the other end of the sea. There, they met two people possessed with devils. And they were very, very challenging people. That itself uh, is a big portion to go through. But they were possessed with demons, and everybody knew about them, about them more descriptively written, uh, out of the two, one of them more descriptively descriptively written in uh, in the the book of Luke. To put it short, there were demon-possessed people there, and Lord made these demons to come out of those people and those demons went into swines and they went and died in the very same sea which was turbulent before and uh, people got very scared about it and um, they asked Jesus to go from their shore but Jesus said to the, one of the demon possessed men later you go and tell what happened to you, to your community. And then again Jesus coming back um, into his own city. So after this storm, he did great things in other shore. And God used that demon-possessed man to do, testify in his community. And then Jesus kept on doing his work. So we go through challenges, but there is an end to the challenges as long as we draw closer to him. And then God will do wonderful things again, which is beyond our comprehension. So we have a small life to live on earth. Let us draw closer to him. Let us follow all let us try to follow all what is written in it. It is one thing to understand these things and another thing equally important is follow what is written in the scripture. When we meet our God, may God find us faithful. It is our heart that matters the most to our Lord. Let us give our heart to our God. When we accepted the Lord, we told him this. God, I am a sinner. Come to my, uh, forgive my sins. Come to my life. And then, for me personally, it was a very difficult thing to surrender my life to him. That was um, that was the big um, barrier for me uh, before accepting the Lord. Uh, Lord Jesus as my Lord and Savior. So surrendering our life is very important. And uh, and we all have done it at one point of time. Let us do that ongoing. Let us surrender all areas of our life. Let us walk close with him. And God will bless and God will use us for his eternal purposes. May good God bless all of us to walk in his ways. May his name be glorified. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for this time. God, we thank you, 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 are, you are our Lord and Savior. God, we thank you for your loving grace towards us. Bless us to love you, Lord. Bless us to follow you, Lord. Bless us to correct our ways wherever we are wrong. You show us, Lord, and correct us, Lord, and build us, Lord, mold us, Lord, and use us, Lord, for thy glory and thy eternal purposes. In Jesus Christ's precious name we pray.